Welcome to the Bismarck Cancer Center podcast. I'm your host, Dana Hager, Education Outreach Coordinator at the Bismarck Cancer Center. In this podcast, we'll share stories of hope, help, and healing, and learn more about the people and technology behind the scenes at the Bismarck Cancer Center. Today's guest is Dr. Robert Reynolds, Radiation Oncologist at the Bismarck Cancer Center. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Well, Dr. Reynolds, I know you are a busy guy, and I'm so glad you've taken a few minutes to join me today. Um, I really want to visit about some technology advances, but before we get to that, tell me a little bit about what brought you to Bismarck, to the Bismarck Cancer Center. Well, sure. Well, uh, I'm originally from Texas. Uh, I was born and raised in Dallas, moved to Houston for high school, and then went to University of Texas at Austin for undergrad. And then uh, Galveston for medical school. And that's where I really fell in love with radiation oncology. Uh, you know, radiation oncology is different from other fields of medicine. It's, it's very um, technologically driven, uh, which is uh, one part of it. But it's also like the art of medicine and also compassionately taking care of cancer patients. So it's a very interesting intersection of those three things that you really can't find um, in different medical professions. So um, really fell in love with it. Matched in uh, South Carolina and did uh, my residency there and met some wonderful doctors, actually. Dr. Watkins, uh, I met there, who's also a local radiation oncologist here. And then Dr. Russo, who formerly worked here as well. So um, ended up uh, working outside of Kansas City uh, for a couple of years, and, and they needed some help uh, with uh, seeing patients here in North Dakota. So I uh, got to come up and do some temporary locums work and uh, met all the wonderful people at the Cancer Center. And I'd already heard wonderful things from Dr. Watkins and Dr. Russo. So um, I have to say it really exceeded my expectations, meeting everybody and, um, and, and seeing all the wonderful, wonderful dedicated uh, staff at the Cancer Center. It's just incredible. And, um, and then hearing about all the wonderful things that the foundation does and, and all the community support that goes into the Cancer Center, it's really unique. Uh, I think in all of, I've seen a lot of cancer centers around the country mm-hmm. and Bismarck Cancer Center is just very unique and, and the amount of uh, dedication and support that it receives from the community, you know, it's incredible. So it was kind of maybe inevitable that you ended up here. Your friends were here. They drug you up here. It's and you of, fell in love with the place yeah, kind of story. It's inevitable, but also random. It's just, it just obviously just wasn't planning, I guess, to, to find uh, a place I could fall in love with. But it just happened, you know. And it was nice to hear you mention that it's, it's different. Our cancer center is different. And you talked about the services a little bit that the foundation um, offers. Tell me just a little bit about what you feel those services give to the patients. Oh, it's just invaluable. You can't even put a price tag on on the amount of care and support that the services are able to provide to our patients. Um, you know, I think I've seen a lot of different uh, cancer centers in my time, and not all of them are able to provide some of the services that we give here at the Bismarck Cancer Center. I think as simple as lodging. You know, people uh, in North Dakota drive from two to three hours sometimes to get to our cancer center here in Bismarck. And so it's incredible to be able to provide housing assistance to people within walking distance of the cancer center. And, and not many cancer centers, certainly of our size, are able to do that at all. And um, we, we provide transportation assistance with gas vouchers for people who um, have difficulty paying for gas. Um, but more than that, we provide for spiritual and social care. And we have a social worker who's dedicated to meeting with patients in times of lots of distress and and um, and and all sorts of. Uh, 
family situations that can come up. So uh, incredible support there. We have a massage therapist. We have survivorship nurses. We have an on-staff nutritionist. So the level of care that we can provide in a, in a community setting is really unparalleled from what I've seen across the country. So, and, but a lot of that comes from how wonderful and unique Bismarck is as a city and a community, really. I think people see this as their community, and they really invest in, in, local, um, in local care. And that's what Bismarck Cancer Center provides. And you've been making this home now. You've been here for a little while. Do you remember how long you've uh, been here? Oh, two and a half years, maybe. Oh, yeah. it's been that long. Time flies when you're having fun, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm feeling older by the minute. Yeah, so you and me both. You and me both. Um, so I'm going to switch gears just a little bit, and I'm actually going to read this so I don't get it wrong. The mission of the Bismarck Cancer Center talks about making locally available the highest quality state-of-the-art radiation therapy services. I just wanted to make sure I I got all that right. (laughs) Can you tell me why is this such an important part of the Bismarck Cancer Center? Well, part of it is that we are so, I think, isolated uh, geographically here here in Bismarck. Uh, We're, you know, three hours to any other major cancer center. So patients really rely on us to provide uh, the best and the standard of care for them. And, and, you know, we have, um, I think, a responsibility to our patients to provide that. Uh, but it's not just the uh, responsibility, it's also the ability to do so. And we are very, very lucky to be supported by both hospital systems here in, in the local vicinity. We're Sanford and CHI co-owned. And so we have an incredible board that really supports us in, in, in purchasing and making sec- securing, I think, the, the technology that's necessary to really properly take care of patients and to even exceed what is standard of care. So I think we have unparalleled support from from our hospital systems and from our own administration. Nobody ever asks, you know, is this new technology uh, going to bring us money? I think the first question everybody asks is, do we need this in our community? Do, do, do Are our patients going to benefit from this? And that's where everything stems from. And that's from the mission statement uh, all the way through to the, the final cycle of purchasing equipment. It, it's there. Well, it sounds like it's a great partnership and great teamwork and effort for the Bismarck Cancer Center. Have you seen other setups like this before? No. You said you've been around <laughs> to all types of cancer centers. Is this a rare thing to have? Extraordinary. Yeah, no, it's it, very unique. And there aren't a lot of uh, cancer centers like us. I, I can't think of any, actually. But uh, certainly of this size and this community with this amount of support, it's, it's unparalleled. That's why I came here. I mean, I could have been anywhere, honestly, in the country, but I chose to come here because of the unique services and and the unique situation that the Bismarck Cancer Center has here in the community. Well, we are very, very fortunate to have your expertise here caring for our patients. And I know you've been here a couple years now. You've brought a lot of great things into the Cancer Center, too. Last year was a big year for the Bismarck Cancer Center. We had some new technology brought in. Can you talk maybe about a few things that have been new to the Bismarck Cancer Center that are able to service some of our patients? Yeah, um, always new stuff. And we always stay busy bringing on onboarding new technology. Uh, last year, we really wanted to upgrade some of our prostate cancer tra- techniques. You know, we have been doing the seed implants for, let's say, 20 years here, probably, um, which uh, are prostate seeds or what they are is placing radioactive materials directly into the prostate gland and letting the radiation work over time while the seeds are intact. And so you may have heard of seed implants over the years. Very effective. It's pretty common. Very common. Okay. Um, but there were some downfalls to the technology. You know, patients would be um, radioactive for a period of time and so could expose family members, pets, um, pregnant women to some radiation exposure. Also for staff, nurses, and physicians getting some exposure as sure. well. And also the seeds can sometimes migrate or move. Uh, and so it was somewhat a little bit of uncertainty as to exactly what the radiation dose was going to be at any given point um, while you're placing the seeds. So very effective uh, technology, but also some downfalls. So 
uh, we learned about a new emerging technology called high dose rate brachytherapy, or HDR, where it's a very similar process to the seed implant, but instead of placing seeds into the prostate, we place hollow needles into the prostate. And we have a single radioactive seed that comes on the end of a wire and sits actually inside those needles in various source positions and delivers radiation right there while the patient's in the room. So there's no radiation taken outside of the cancer center. He doesn't there's leave home. Doesn't go home with it. Nope. 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> no exposure to animals or pets or, or family members or loved ones. And so in that way, we've really reduced, um, I think, risk for family members and, and improved uh, our overall deposition of dose. We have uh, a significant uh, ability to know where the dose is going to go before we deliver it. And there's no migration or seed movement after we're done with a procedure. So it's a better quality and it's also safer. Which is what you're every day pushing for. Better, better things for our patients, better technology. Everything is just moving in the right direction. Right. And it's not just me. And to be fair, I mean, I push very hard. But um, we could get nowhere without fantastic administration and fantastic support from the hospital systems. It takes a whole group of people aligned and going the same direction, I think, to get anything accomplished. And I think every, every time we have a big win like that, we all celebrate because it means everybody's going the same direction. So do when patients, when you offer services like this new HDR to the patients, are they excited to have the opportunity to do that here? Or it's rather than travel someplace People were else? lined up. Yeah, as soon as they found out we offered it, you know, they didn't have to go to Mayo Clinic. They didn't have to go out of state to get the services that we provide here. And so um, very excited. I think, you know, every time you're the first patient, it's always a little nerve-wracking. But people were also very excited to have the latest and the best technology available being used for, for the benefit of, of their cancer cure, you know? And that's one thing you, I hear a lot about the cancer center, people saying, they're so proud to be able to do it right here in their own backyard and stay close mm -hmm. to family and friends while they go through well, treatment. They should be proud. They should be proud of what they have here in Bismarck. I mean, it's uh, like I said, it's unparalleled. I, I, I don't think everybody has the perspective to have seen other cancer centers in other communities, but it's very unique here. And I think everybody in the community should be proud of what they have. And, and really, we work every day to protect it and support it. And uh, it, things like this don't just happen. They don't just come along. So um, we work, I know very, all the physicians work very hard to support what we have and to make sure we continue to provide the best for patients. Absolutely. So you have prostate HDR. You had, you had another thing come in last year. Yeah, actually, very, actually related to prostate cancer. It's one of my uh, specialties, I guess. But um, it's called Spaceor. And, and what it is, is it is a hydrogel material. Like the same sort of stuff they used for fillers in the face. Oh, okay. Um, and it dissolves over the course of about six months. So it's a temporary filler that we put between the prostate and the rectum. And it's it forms some space there, about a centimeter of space, which doesn't sound like a lot. But from a radiation standpoint, it's like a mile. Okay. <laughs> so um, we actually can reduce radiation dose to the rectum uh, anytime we give radiation to the prostate um, and, and reduce risk of later toxicity 10, 15 years down the line. And so uh, it's called radiation proctitis, and, uh, and it used to be a much more uh, significant problem, risk of bleeding and irritation to the rectum and also frequent bowel movements. But now we can avoid all that uh, or a significant portion of it by causing uh, separation of that space. And like I said, it's a very easy outpatient procedure. It's a one day, 20 minutes, single needle, and um, place this temporary hydrogel in, 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 uh, and it dissolves on its own. And so that process, so you do that prior to receiving radiation? Correct. So then they would, the patient would go on their treatment schedule, whatever that might be. But this gel is in place to prevent side effects and, yep, yep. and, and negative uh, things down the road? Right. 
And so it's in place the whole time while they're getting treatment, whether it be an implant like the HDR we talked about or the external type of radiation, the daily treatments. Either way, it can help protect the rectum. And, um, and there have been some benefits as well as far as sexual function and things like that and even urinary function. So, but the, really the goal is to protect the rectum. And, and really offer a better outcome for your patients. Right. At the Ultimately, end of the day. a better quality of life without, uh, I mean, the risk of complications with radiation is low to begin with, but we always strive uh, with everything we do to further uh, reduce that risk. Well, we're one of the only providers in North Dakota to provide space source. So we're very proud uh, to be able to bring that to the community. It's, it's no small feat, um, and it's certainly very exciting for us. So I, I think that just the fact, like you said, that p- patients don't have to travel, they can stay right here and know they're getting the best, the best care available. And not just the best care available here, but the best care available almost anywhere. I mean, we have fantastic technology. So how long has this space or been around? Is it relatively new? Yeah, it's relatively new. I think just clinical trials published uh, just a couple years ago, really. Okay. And so um, uh, we were really on the early adopters of that, uh, but um, very excited. So far, it's going it. well? Oh, it's yeah. going fantastic. It's, yeah. it's in practice at the clinic, and, oh, yeah. and patients are are utilizing it and yeah and i always compare it to their you know patients who've come to us have a diagnosis already so they've already undergone a biopsy so compared to the biopsy it's actually very easy so um uh, we're very uh, happy about how how smoothly everything has gone well things are ever changing in life and always tell me how do you stay updated on all the new technologies like what what steps are you taking to make sure that you're you're up to date on everything. Well, one of the best things we've done is hire really dynamic radiation oncologists. <laughs> <laughs> so I think they keep me on my toes, oh, Dr. Kriofsky and Dr. Watkins. We, I think we all keep our, each other up to date. We are always constantly sending each other the most recent uh, uh, publications and, and different uh, journals. And so I think having them here is really uh, it's a bright spot in my day that uh, I can I can not rely on them, but also have them available as resources to soundboard off of. And, and, and having a dynamic group like that, I think, again, is unique. Uh, I don't think many cancer centers can boast that they have three like very dynamic radiation oncologists that are as uh, invested as, as our group is. You know, um, I, other than that, we go to a lot of conferences. Uh, we, we, you know, and when we could travel, <laughs> we used to travel. That <laughs> <laughs> slowed down a little bit now. <laughs> now we're doing virtual conferences and, and online learning, things like that, to make sure we're up to date. Uh, we're also very uh, invested in research. Uh, we have uh, clinical trials through Sanford and CHI that we participate in, along with medical oncology and surgery, um, to be really on the cutting edge of cancer care. Not everyone qualifies for a clinical trial, but for those that do, um, sometimes it can provide a new drug or a new technique that hasn't that hasn't really been tried out before. And for some patients, it can make a difference. So, so we always try to um, uh, offer that to patients when it's available, and we're certainly quite involved in research. Sure. So you work pretty close with the oncologists at the hospitals. Uh, hand in hand, absolutely. Talk to them every day. So in both hospital systems and Mid-Dakota Clinic, we, we are very, I'd say, integrated into the community that, that way and, and very involved. Every medical oncologist uh, has been just a joy to work with here. So Good. so it's a big team, a citywide kind of team effort when you yep. come to the Bismarck Cancer Center. Exactly. Awesome. Is there anything else that you want to share with us before we wrap up our podcast? Well, stay safe. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> can't wait till we can get back to regular life again and traveling and, and all that. But, um, uh, you know, our, I think our goal with the Bismarck Cancer Center throughout this uh, pandemic has really been to make sure that we continue our services uh, without interruption. You know, it's one thing to have a virus, uh, but it's another thing to, to have a cancer diagnosis. So it's very imperative that we continue to treat patients and not have uh, anybody fall through the cracks during this whole process. And so we are taking every precaution that we can, of course, to keep everyone safe, uh, but also uh, ensuring that we continue to provide services uh, without interruption. It's incredibly important and I think life-saving at this time to be able to provide, continue to provide uh, cancer care. Well, thank you for everything you do for our patients and all the extra effort that you put in to make sure that they are receiving the state-of-the-art compassionate care here at the Bismarck Cancer Center. We definitely appreciate everything you do. Oh, well, thank you. It's my pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Bismarck Cancer Center podcast. Subscribe to hear new episodes anywhere podcasts are found and connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or BismarckCancerCenter.com. We'll talk again next time on the Bismarck Cancer Center podcast. Thank you.